0: Yeah, so Jackson Riker's crew ruined our Wednesday <laughs> night.
1: Yeah, you guys couldn't, uh, have done,
0: was... couldn't have pushed it to Thursday, motherfucker. Uh,
1: yeah, it was nice to see sedition happening in the in the capitals.
0: <laughs> All right, let's get into wrestling. before we
1: <laughs> get too much
0: trouble here uh yeah so new year's evil happened as we said last week we're not we're breaking away from recaps but this will be a recap show we can't <laughs> <laughs> mostly anyway we'll try to just kind of talk about it in general but yeah so starting with the intro i if you heard or if you're a listener of both shows i did express displeasure with it on wednesday um on basics semi-basics guide to women's wrestling i wasn't that happy with it at the time i honestly think it was just the sedition blues because i went back and looked at i went back and watched it and for the most part i actually really enjoyed it um that loomis intro i gotta say would have made elsa from the disney from the frozen play jealous that was awesome when he (laughs) flipped the switch was fucking cool uh and then we can get uh, did you have any comments on that
1: Oh, no, I thought it was perfect. I just like that he kept hitting the button. It's like, oh, the lights just keep coming on. Then he hits (laughs) it, and he's like, oh, I forgot the lever. And then it turns, and he has his outfit on, and I was like, that's perfect for him, man.
0: Yeah, if you don't get the reference, look up Disney Frozen play Elsa transformation, some shit like that. I'm sure you'll find exactly what I'm looking for. Loomis should do it. Loomis should play Elsa on Disney on the Broadway version of Disney's Frozen, is what I'm saying. Uh, Cool. So on to the first match, Cross and Priest. I did not think they were going to kick this off, and in and after watching it, I definitely do not think they should have kicked this off. Uh,
1: Yeah, I. Here, here's how messed up this was. I was rooting for Priest, even (laughs) though, and I and and I felt it was kind of phoned in quite a bit, and i don't know i this match shouldn't happen and i think this is also priest's like going away match too so whatever is gonna happen good luck to priest um but yeah this is weird to me i just i didn't enjoy one bit of it also the intro for carrying cross they need to work on the lighting because man do they make look scarlet horrible when like it zooms in it looks like it ages her by like 30 years
0: i think that's part of it dude like i like i thought about I that something by now if she cared because look at how smoking she is. She doesn't care. Like she needs I, to look scary when they're coming out. And that's kind of, I, I I wrote down that I thought the intro on this one was great. There's some times where they've missed it. I thought this one was pretty good.
1: Yeah. I was like that, mm, that lighting. I don't think she wants to look that way or like <laughs> someone's not telling her. Yeah, um, I don't
0: know. Uh, but I get what you're saying. Because the ma- The beginning of the match was just super choreographed and it felt like it could have been faster, but both of them are both so cerebral and deliberate in their actions. Like, purposely their characters. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think that they that the both of them gelled well together. I think each of them needs like a smaller dude who they can either manhandle or have like the, they they get the quick flashes and then they just stop their momentum right away cuz each of them kept doing that to each other and it was just like okay, somebody do something because you're just stalking around each other and it doesn't really work. I think they kind of pulled it off like towards the end of it it, it got pretty good, but I mm-hmm. I in the middle of it, I started questioning the decision to have Priest as his. This this is this is his first feud since coming back, right?
1: Yeah. As oh, first. like I, like he beat up I think Velveteen Dream, and then he went after Priest, and then uh, yeah, uh, but he didn't have a fight. Like, or, yeah. yeah. Or, uh,
0: so I I definitely question the unless this is Priest leaving. I question the usage of him here because Cross is the monster they've been building. He went away for a shorter amount of time than we thought he was going to come back. So that kind of adds to the mystique of him coming back and being a monster. And then he gets in a ring with Priest, and Priest is much bigger than him and much longer than him and much more intimidating than him. And it's like, oh, man, this isn't the right match. or This isn't the right uh, dynamic you guys are looking for, I don't think.
1: No, and I feel like Priest is struggling on how to like sell cross because Priest wrestled Keith Lee. And like those matches were great, and you and they sold really well. So you can handle someone like that, but they carrying is this beast that beat Keith Lee and took everything, and had, So what am I supposed to be so much weaker than him? I I liked when he stumbled and his ribs were hurting. Like oh, Priest is selling really well, but it 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 wasn't it wasn't a good fit. I I was cheering for Priest, and that's fucking weird. So that already tells you that's not a right thing. Um, yeah, i I still can't, I still can't approve of carrying cross.
0: <laughs> I'm okay but. with cross. Like, I, I want to see more from him for sure. Like, I, I like kind of what they're going with it, and I I need to see more before I can make like a final judgment. I think, but I, I do. I think it was really that jackknife powerbomb that bought him some more <laughs> some more matches for me. Because when he did that power bomb, it looked cool, and I'm just a sucker for jackknives. Like Kevin Nash is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, and that that looked badass uh yeah moving on i the only like main critique i have here i guess is its placement because my surprise match of the night at least when we first watched it and then even going back at how much i it held up and how much i liked it was the next match your call from last week by the way gran Talik versus the only recognized cruiserweight champion by this podcast santos escobar
1: Thoughts. Uh- I really enjoyed this. This is so good. Also, the Megazord was walking around the ring. I loved that. So, that was fantastic. I'm just a little disappointed because I wanted Grand Middle League to win the belt so we can have like a rematch like in two weeks or at TakeOver, like, and just have like an over the top, like, give them another extra, like, 10, 15 minutes and show off what you really can do when they let loose. Because this shows. The crowd was into it, super entertaining, and they both showed off how amazing they both are when they're allowed to do what they need to do. And and this is, and this is just like the tip of the iceberg of lucha libre. So,
0: yeah, yeah, it was it was so cool. I, so you said you hadn't seen Gran Metalik much before.
1: I haven't because what they're like relegated to dark matches or they yeah. just come out to like out to uh, squash yeah, like, which which I'm sucks like, because they're super talented.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, be so badass. And, like, I think I forgot that his uh, signature was a bunch of springboard moves. Well, mm-hmm. not, I, I definitely forgot until they – I think Beth was the one that said he was, like, this, something like master of springboard or some shit like that. I was like, that's yeah, right. Yeah, like the master, master of the ropes or whatever. Out. Yeah, and that spot where uh, Santos slid underneath him and then he avoided them, mm-hmm. jumped on the moonsault spring – and springboard moonsaulted to the ground, that was one of – that if it hadn't been for a spot that we'll talk about later, might've been my spot of the night, dude. That was so badass, And I don't even, I don't have any notes of anything else. Cause I actually was enthralled in the match. I really liked it. I do like that Santos comes out with his mask still for a lot of his big matches mm-hmm. and take, like makes the, the, uh, the gesture and the distinct, like he has makes a point of taking it off before his big matches. I, I really like that. He does that every single time. And I, I think it's cool that we get to see Santos kind of evolve from when he first came out. He was just another luchador, and like now he's a yeah. an character. And they got cool storylines with all these Latinos going. It's I love it.
1: And it's and I and again there is wrestling beyond WWE. That's where some of these wrestlers come from. And I'm glad that at least NXT tries to acknowledge it, not giving the promotion name because they were saying like Grand Metal League. And Santos used to be tag team partners back in Mexico, so yeah. it was like there's history there. Yeah, um, and I, i'm glad they referenced it so i was like that's really smart of them to do that yeah for sure
0: because there's a lot of stuff that i mean we haven't been wrestling fans for a long time like well we no. have been now for a few years but like there was a there's a huge period that that we missed and so that that goes for the big show it's not even including yeah. like a lot of these these younger or er, younger and more like even seasoned guys that we don't we have had no i have no idea who aj was when he when i saw like the royal rumble highlights i've gone back mm-hmm. and Become one of my favorite wrestlers, but that's kind of like our blind spot. So it is cool that NXT does that. Yeah,
1: I'm just disappointed disappointed with the outcome of the match, though. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So if you hadn't hyped me up for like more cruiserweight prominence coming up and like cool storylines, I. Wouldn't be as disappointed as I am, but I, I was able to temper my expectations a little more. I didn't think that they would end up giving them time because it's, it's just the cruiserweights. I mean, even in the heyday with WCW, had all these guys kicking ass. Yeah. WWF never had any of them. Uh, anyway, so moving on. Mercedes is back, but on a positive note, we will be moving <gasps> on. Zayali and Katrina Cortez had a fight. This is Zayali's big reveal. Um,
1: What did you think about it? Xylee uh, is yoked, like, more <laughs> yoked than she's ever been. I-, I follow her on Instagram, and she's always, like, posting when she trains. And she trains, like, in, like, t- Tommaso Chapa level. Like, that's how good she trains. Yeah. And she- I haven't seen any videos because she's gone dark while she's been trapped somewhere with Boa. Um, <laughs> and then when she, like, reveals herself and her back is, like, just- I was like, oh, yes, fuck somebody up and then i felt bad for who she squashed in this match so i'm glad keep doing this for Lee. give all the performance center people like need to like practice to Lee so she can build up her card and come back cuz she should be in like the upper echelon of the women's division in my opinion also i want to know who her master is cuz her, ma- her master is a woman yeah and i just don't know who it is
0: yeah, the uh definitely. I mean the storyline has potential. I, I do wanna see more. Zaya to me, Zaya was always badass, so I'm glad we get to see more yeah. of her. Um so far it just reminds me more of a Mortal Kombat contestant, uh more than anything, because I we don't know anything. And uh-huh. as a critique, we I said this on the other podcast, I don't get the weapons like why it's there. Uh I was joking around like <laughs> like she's gonna do this uh Weapon showcase and then kill Boa as a sacrifice right before her <laughs> first match back. And Boa's just like, why? I, just uh, like, I'm not fucking around this time. Yeah. <laughs> Squash and a murder today. We we got to leapfrog me right to the moon, right right into this uh, EO storyline. But I feel like she was always ripped. And like just because you're the guys that kept the Shredder shoulder pads on her and now removed them, like that's not enough of a repackage for me. But maybe I just i am viewing her in a different light because i liked her so much that i always thought i i know she's more ripped for sure but i always thought she was like super jacked and i wanted to see more of her so i'm glad we're
1: seeing it yeah it's kind of like uh because yeah she was jacked before but like now you can see more definition in her muscles yeah. from what she's been doing it's kind of like a pete dunn reveal when like he should have was like whoa what yeah, the totally. heck has he been doing well, no.
0: See, without I don't think it's as drastic as him because he was kind of like a brawler before, like yeah. like a dude you fight in a pub or something. Like it, that's the kind of look that he. I think that he was kind of going for too. She's always been pretty fit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. It it was cool. The mo one of the best aspects of the night, probably the only good new, really good news out of Wednesday news wise, was that we were saved the pain of not having to see Timothy Thatcher wrestle. Uh, and they postponed the match with him and Champa. Even though I did want to see Champa, I'm much. We'll pass, yeah. <laughs> I am much happier to not have to suffer through a Timothy Thatcher match, uh, especially when it would have been more than likely the appetizer to this next match, last woman standing match. What do you think?
1: It was phenomenal. It's perfect. The only thing is, there's two things that were wrong with this match: the placement, because it should have closed out the night. And then two, the length of it, it should have had, like, another five minutes. Because I feel if they were giving that, you would have gotten, like, maybe two more spots that were insane. Because um, they typically give that to the men. But all in all, this is great. Also, Brandon looks like an insane beast ripping freaking chain link fence okay. with a handcuff on of- oh, Raquel. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry. Um,
0: I always do it, so I got to correct Um
1: but just ripping the chain link fence with being handcuffed and then beating Ria with it, I was like, "Oh, this is great!" Like, and I just keep thinking in my head, there has to be a massive crowd for this, and it should be at a takeover, like where everybody's just like you. I don't know. Oh my god, yes! Like, it's so deserving. It's what they deserve. I think we'll get it at some
0: point. So, correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm. I'll caveat it a little bit, but when I was watching it back midway through the match, I think it's the point where she, that scary spot where she dropped her on the table, where she Raquel oh my her God.
1: Uh,
0: Rhea on the table and it didn't break right, or it didn't break. And then she looked like she like got sandwiched underneath it, but she like it ended up. Okay. It looked really worse than it was um, around that spot. I was just like, man, this reminds me of like undertaker and Kane and, Nobody wants to get involved. I know Dakota got involved and whatever. That's Mm -hmm. her protecting her investment. Nobody really wants to get involved because they're like, "Uh, let's just let them sort it out and we'll figure it out afterwards because – nobody can touch these women and that was one of the things that uh wade barrett was saying where he was like how do you prepare for a match and he was saying it more like because of the, their brutality but like just literally physically and you can see it when reyna or raquel was doing those fall on her third one yeah or the fourth one whichever however many she got to whatever the last one was like she was like oh this isn't like throwing dakota she could probably throw dakota literally all day and not oh, yeah. throw any soreness the next day you pick up uh ria who's just as heavy as you are probably pure muscle and it's going to take a lot more effort to do that. So like how did they prepare for a match without fighting each other? It was a really difficult thing. I'm sure for the two of them, my, my big critique was they tried to protect Raquel, I think a little too much and have the Dakota spot. Um, but I liked that she got shoved in a locker. I thought that was hilarious. So I'm not going to, I'm not really going to be upset about it. I think if you partner those, your your critique and my critique, if they take away the Dakota spot, it gives them room for one more. And mm-hmm. when I was looking at the times, they had maybe five, ten seconds less than the dudes. So I think as far as booking wise goes, if this was a double main event and they got to close out the first hour, I agree that they should have gone the other way around. But given that this was a rematch from a takeover event, they weren't mm-hmm. going to do that. So I actually am okay with this spot. But I I do think that shot of her going through the, the end where she went through the stage and that, that's mm-hmm. my spot of the night where she powerbombed him through the stage and, and ended the match. That's that's a closing shot right there. But I like, like that
1: closing shot more than the one that we got personally. I like yeah, I do like that closing shot. The I actually thought for a second though that, that um uh... I'm gonna mess it up right now, uh, Raquel. <sighs> I th- I thought for a second she was gonna power bomb Rhea through the X, the center of the X. Uh, like, imagine if the, that that would have been fucking amazing. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: she would have to come down the steps. Rhea is probably
1: heavy. Yeah. So, um, that, that's the only thing that I was thinking. But nah man, this match is fantastic. And yeah. whatever happens with Rhea, thank you for this match. This is great. But. They both look amazing. What like these two have a storyline, even in the friend thing they added at the end or whatever. But this is we finally got what we've been waiting for this whole time, and they both deserve to be contenders for the title or at least compete, whatever. Unlike some garbage that wants to cut at the front of the line all of a sudden because they didn't like their role in another promotion. Um, But yeah, this is great. I I was so happy. I watched this several times
0: yeah yeah i need to watch it a few more times Uh, like at least for me this is so far the bar that everything's gonna have to measure up to i'm sure we're gonna get another at least i'm hoping we're gonna get another piper and kaylee ray match so that we can really stack them like in the same year together and we'll see how they how they stack up i hope after watching this i hope Rhea doesn't leave because I, i you are right and i think we are so close to getting crowds back i mean not like close close obviously mm-hmm. but like they can and that's the thing is i don't know that they can stretch it out for that many months to keep Rhea here that much longer but if you can do it and then have one more match one more big match with them here like loser leaves the company or something like that and then and then Rhea goes up to the to the main show and then they they take it to wrestlemania at some point but yeah they're gonna be fight like like i said the first time they fought they're gonna be fighting for years to come as long as this company can keep them
1: here yeah as long as they understand how to use them because in this co- In this promotion, they know how to use them very well. And for some reason, as we bring up over and over again, the other two shows don't know how to use them. when they're like, you know, you have videotapes or videos of them that you can just rewatch and be like, oh, this is what we should be doing.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I just read something about what they're doing on the main shows before we jumped on here with... Prior to the last three months, my favorite women's wrestler, and it is criminal. Like, really? This is all you guys got? Anyway, moving on. Uh, I don't want to harp on the shittiness of this stuff. We want to we love wrestling. So, talking about love and wrestling, people that we didn't even mention last week because we didn't think in the preview because we didn't think they would be here. They didn't have a spot. Forced their way into this, and it worked so well. Johnny Gargano in the way. Now that they have, they have a a name now we, they didn't last time we, we, they did last time we talked, but we didn't talk about them last time. Is what I should say. What do you feel about the repackage? Austin Theory's there now, give us your thoughts on the way since we haven't been able to talk to them for a few weeks now. Uh,
1: I, I don't like Austin theory. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with what's her name as like Candace is like prodigy or whatever, or like people, but I just can't stand Austin theory. I, I, he has that. I, Oh, He's he's my new Damian Priest. That's what it is.
0: Because um, you like Damian Priest now. Because you're the biggest Damian. Uh, Priest uh, oh, shut up!
1: <laughs> he has that look, of, that smug face, and like you just want to beat the hell out of him. Like that. That's what he has. It's, yeah. uh, it, it's very Fight Club. I just want to destroy something beautiful. Um,
0: <laughs> don't don't partner him with Jared Leto. Don't hey cross hey. those streams in my mind because I actually I still want to hold out hope that I can like. Hate Austin Theory with a, with a kayfabe angle and not just a pure want to see something beautiful. Um,
1: but I just love, I, you love jokingly painting the ass heel Johnny, and I can't. <laughs> and, I just, and I just can't. I love Candace this way. Candace should be like this. All the fucking time, this has been great. It's been great for both of them. I just I, I don't know I need my hero like yeah. <laughs> like I, I need my shrek like my shrek's not there anymore <laughs> uh
0: yeah i mean i'm I'm just like still watching it. I was just like, man, we didn't even talk about them, and these motherfuckers come in here, have like a good a good promo that they put on. He makes still keeping on his storyline like following through from the the curse that he broke last week and then they also get into a match with two of the best talents of this entire company and it wasn't a it was a quick match but they had like their spots they all four of them got in and got out like for this being New Year's Evil this was kind of their I don't want to say celebrity but like their gimmicky really gimmicky Mm -hmm. spot and it worked so well also you can't shoot people in the dick Shotzi. I love you but come on man (laughs) Also, something I completely missed the first time because I guess I must not have been paying attention, you know, tradition and all. Uh Loomis on commentary? I didn't realize he was even there. That was
1: what, what is he doing here? He's not even saying anything. Like oh yeah. uh, also again, they need to put his drawings up for sale. Like I I totally believe it's him drawing them. And especially because yeah. he had the shots like the tag team match one, like they had that one. Oh come on, like it's so good. Dexter, I want Dexter Loomis to at least get the North American title this year. Like he's him and Grimes either, or are well deserving of that yeah. and, and hold it on for a while.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree for sure.
1: That's the reason that titles here. Yeah.
0: Put it on. Put it on like those characters are the ones that need to go at that title is probably the main storyline. I'm going to always pay attention to. Cause that's where it always has. Like, it seems to be the best wrestlers cat slash character, like combination. Mm-hmm um yeah i i agree i i would prefer to see both of them with the with the belt at some point and that's because i i would honestly say even up to last year i didn't like loomis at all oh i know i don't
1: understand this man He just like slides in he's all mysterious
0: <laughs> yeah i didn't get it He's not sliding in and being all dumb anymore,
1: though. He's being goofy now. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. You know what? I'm actually surprised because they haven't announced all the Dusty Cup like teams yet, have they? No, I don't think so. If they put Loomis and Grimes together, like I'd, I would, I'd, I would be okay with that.
0: <laughs> that would be cool. One thing that I was thinking of too, another just kind of out there theory, uh, was I wanted to see a. Um, best of 7 match with Swerve and Atlas.
1: Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. I would uh, probably give that to Atlas.
0: Yeah, eventually cuz like yeah, yeah he's the star kind of in the in the in the making. Rising star,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, I definitely would give it to him after all, but like those 7 matches would be so killer and I haven't seen a Series like that, like they so rarely do it. I don't think, I don't know that NXT has ever done it, but they did it with Cesaro and Sheamus when we first started paying attention again. And I really liked Cesaro then. I never got Sheamus, and I knew he was another like a a thing in our blind spot too, like his whole all of his runs. And when we were first watching for the first couple months, I was like, yeah, this is boring. And then in those matches, I was like, all right, Sheamus is fucking badass. After that, they put them in a tag team together and they became the bar. So, like, yeah, they. I would like something like that to happen with them. They don't necessarily need to be a tag team, but I do want to see the two of them go at it some more. They were really cool. Um, That brings us to the announcements. Takeover on Valentine's Day. I am so glad to be married to somebody who likes wrestling. (laughs) But I don't know. that we'll We'll end up watching it. We'll probably end up watching it, but we'll see. Uh yeah, that's it's gonna be fun. We'll have to see what storylines come up. You got any predictions you want to throw out? At least one match for that?
1: Uh I probably have it's probably gonna be EO versus Shotzi just for so. Valentine's Day. Yeah. <sighs> that's my only thing I'm gonna throw out there. Cause I don't know where everybody else is. I'll throw out Balor versus
0: Cross. Ooh,
1: that's early
0: usually they do something pretty big on the first takeover of the year. So I don't know if it's going to be the end of Balor's reign, but I don't know. I also honestly have, so we'll get into this match now, uh, in a second. Cause the other announcement was they're going to have the NXT women's dusty Rhodes classic, which I'm super stoked for. Obviously we talked about, it. I do a women's podcast, which I can't plug enough here. Apparently. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I just want to see who the draws are going to be, like, because we don't really have any tag team, any natural tag teams other than Candice and
1: Indy. the Dakota,
0: Dakota, and,
1: and Raquel, Raquel. Raquel.
0: So that's <laughs> yeah, two, uh, eight teams. All the other ones are going to be mixed up. It's going to be fun.
1: Yeah, I was, I was going looking... to put a wig on Boa. Oh, the master. She teams up with her master and they become oh, a tag go. team. We could uh, the
0: master. Oh, that's a good angle. Zaya has to fight tag teams while the master just sits there like They're, as her tag team partner. That would be pretty cool. Um,
1: I just hope, I was listening to a podcast and they were, like someone had like sent in a question. I like, I really don't hope they send down like just a random team from the other two promotions to like fill that up. There's enough women in the NXT to f- to fill it up on their own. That are actually deserving to have like a tag team title. Like, my girl Asuka got it. I'm cool. And Charlotte, like, we're good. I'm happy. But like, you want real women's tag teams to start being developed. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. I definitely think this is going to be the finally the year that the titles come to NXT, at least for a little while. And I just realized I missed the tag team that we love the most from this promotion and the one who is probably going to be my favorite. Casey Catanzaro, and Caden Carter <laughs> going into this. Uh, they're going to be my favorite going into this tournament, because I'm sure they're going to be in it, and I'm excited to see them, too.
1: I'm trying to think of like who else could be a good match. Uh, I would actually like to see um Ember Moon with someone. Yeah. Just, I can, just can't figure out who.
0: Aaliyah is also like available to team with somebody.
1: That is true. Yeah. It'll oh, be fun. Uh, Aaliyah and Jenny. Jenny, like, flies over.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep her out of UK. <laughs> Alright, and so with that, we'll get into the last match of the night. Uh, ba- Riley versus Balor. What'd you think?
1: It was good, but it was never gonna live up to the first match. And I think... I think they relied too much on the first match by calling back on some of their hits and stuff. Uh, Cause you can tell like the hit to They just did it the other way around and they still left bloody and they went to the hospital and stuff. I'm glad with the outcome. Cause I don't want to. Undis- wow. Whoever listened to this podcast when we first started, like was like, I'm probably like the biggest marker. or I sold my soul for money that, yeah, the 50 cents that we probably earned. Um, because I don't want Undisputed Era to break up. That's my whole thing behind this.
0: faces, Though, and their faces now.
1: <laughs> yeah, like so um I don't want so, them to break up, so I'm okay with the turnout. I'm but it was a good match. It was a good match. It shouldn't have been the one that closed out, in my opinion. But it was a prince and a Riley, and they put on a really good show. So I still enjoyed it. uh, I just they didn't need to rely on the first match so much. They could have just done their thing like they did the first time around without having to do any callbacks.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think they did a good job. They did a really good job. And like, also it's placement in the card of making it feel bigger than the first match, but it definitely did not play out as much bigger. Like there was again, on watching it live. I was like, I don't know that I like this match, but I think watching it a few more times is like, there's just way too much ground game in the beginning and it wasn't a, like it wasn't as quick hitting as it needed to be to show like towards the end I get that hard hitting stuff because you guys are beat and you're just trying to end the other person but or like in the ground game but I don't like it in the, and that's the like that's a critique I have about Johnny Gargano and a couple other matches that's just my taste I don't like that really to go on too long in the beginning
1: you know one thing that like if you go back and watch their two matches and just flip them you appreciate each one more because like if this was the first match, all right, this is cool. And then you watch the first match as a second match, and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree for sure. Um, yeah, I, I initially I was
0: thinking like I was using the combined words of Batista and Miz. just give us what you what we want, you cowards. We want a Kyle <laughs> O'Reilly championship. But I get it. Like you go, you have to go into the year with a name as your champion and unfortunately kyle o'reilly is not finn balor <laughs> Finn Balor, again he came in saying the industry watches him there's a reason that other people are starting to copy that line now because the industry watches finn balor like that's the person you go in with you as your main champion uh i don't have any major complaints about the match it was cool that the like the way the blood came off on the side of his face oh really, yeah really brutal I like the way Finn was selling towards the end and like the story that they're trying to capture of him being more brutal like that. Like I think it plays into whoever he's going to fight next to. So yeah, this, we'll see is,
1: what this is like very reminiscent of, of, of when he first started bullet club in new Japan. And the funny thing is there's another promotion that's trying to rebuild it all over again. <laughs> <laughs> well, Quite literally. But
0: <laughs> I mean, after that, maybe he could, Fight Cole for control of Undisputed, or maybe Kyle convinces the other guys to ditch Adam ditch Adam Cole, and Adam Cole becomes the baby face of the company. Imagine that. Fucking Adam Cole becomes the baby's face of NXT. And I could see it happening by July.
1: Yeah, I that, can see that happening. And this is the same guy. This is the same guy that went to Cleveland and fucked with everybody's like with Johnny Gargano's yeah. pizza oh, joint, he,
0: like shat in fucking Johnny Gargano's dad's pizza joint. That was so cool. Oh man, they're so good. I love them. I'm not gonna like him as much as he's a baby when he's a baby face, but I'm sh- actually I'm not even gonna say that. I'm sure that I will because I trust in Adam Cole that much. Uh, yeah, so that was New Year's Evil. It was pretty fun. Uh, going forward, next week we have Dusty Rhodes Cup Round One. I think we've only had one match announced. Unfortunately, it gave both of us anxiety. So it's Yui versus Bruzango. The I think the good news for you is it's Cole versus Strong, which is personally my favorites of UE. But yeah. it's they're not going like to they're not the tag team portion of that.
1: Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. Like former tag team champion and then former North American. And freaking NXT champion, yeah, 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 versus Brizango, my boys, my boys, please hold out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it should be Brizango versus Everize to get that garbage out, and then it should be UE versus uh, Grizzled Young Vets. Uh, get them the F out. Or so, it's just
0: Brizango versus Grizzled Young Vets to get some payback, and then that's true. Something like, I just can't say. Hey, hey, like. They beat Grizzled Young Vets when it actually matters in the tournament. But, yeah, man, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to ever rise in there at all, as, we, as we've talked about. I don't like this as the first-round matchup, but I'm, I think, again, given who the two that are going to be wrestling are, it bodes well for you. And, and me, too. I, I honestly would rather have Brizango advance in this tournament than another UE long run in this tournament. And I say yeah. that as the biggest UE fan that I know.
1: Yeah, I would I would like that so much, but you wanna UE is talking about Prophecy two so that can also happen if that's what they decide to go forward with. But please keep um, Resangle, let them fucking win this.
0: I'm hoping I'm wrong, but we'll see. Maybe maybe they just joined Finn, dude. They gave Kyle O'Reilly the North American title, Finn or uh, Adam Cole and what's his uh and uh Bobby no, Roderick Strong have the tag team titles. They keep Finn strapped with the NXT belt. And then Shotzi takes the belt off of EO, beats up Bobby Fish, and then we have a new reconfiguring of the Undisputed. Bobby <laughs> Fish is out. And we have all the belts with Undisputed. That's oh, the process yeah. I would like to see.
1: But then you would have well, you would have to add three women because then you need to add the women's tag team title to that. So then you really have all the gold.
0: They're not going to be in NXT. I said they're coming to NXT. I didn't say they were staying in NXT. They'll be there. They'll win it on the first night of a Wednesday, and then they'll lose it on a on like the, the second or a, in the main event of that same
1: night. Watch. But it, it, but those belts one deserve life, and two should be in NXT because they would get airtime on NXT, mm-hmm. and they have, and again, NXT has a stacked female roster, so they can travel and go to their promotions and show off the belt, and show off the talent of NXT. Because right now, those belts are just getting completely wasted. Yes, they're um, two of the most awesome female wrestlers that those promotions can have, but the Vince McMahon doesn't give a damn about it. He keeps breaking up female teams. Like, best friends that are female teams. Yeah, we'll just break them up, and then put them together with other people.
0: Why?
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> For funsies. I think that's it. Uh, I'm not sure when our next episode is going to come out, but I think what we should talk
1: about is Royal Rumble predictions. Oh, Keith Lee goes the distance.
0: No, I mean Royal Rumble. Like, who's coming up from NXT to Royal Rumble? Oh. <laughs> that's really the context for us. Again, we don't care about that, but we will be watching Royal Rumble. <laughs> um, Yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about that. That's more than like, at least I think that's what we'll be talking about next week. We'll see if that's what we end up talking yeah. about next week. We'll see. Uh, yeah, you got anything else?
1: Uh, wear your mask. Uh, don't do sedition. And look out for each other.
0: Yeah, I think those are the official stances of this
1: podcast.
0: <laughs> All right, bye. Bye.